This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about Red Sonja. Directed by Richard... I believe it's pronounced Sonja. Sonja, yes. Uh, Directed by Richard Fleischer, written by Robert E. Howard, based on the comic book characters. Uh, I guess the screenplay is by Clive Exton. This came out in 1985, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Brigitte Nelson, Sandal Bergman, and others. So, the Conan's gassed, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Plus two uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark alums. Pat Roach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ronald Lacey looks like that's a tote, right? Sure. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> it is. It's the guy. The the, the guy, his face melted in Raiders. Um, well, that's everybody. <laughs> no, with the main, the main, uh, they got the glasses. Uh, Scott, since this is your movie, what's your history with it? So, I I want to say that I watched this uh, as a companion piece on Channel Thirteen. <laughs> That would eventually make the rotation along with Conan the Destroyer. Uh, mm. And then bits and pieces of it over the years. Um, so I didn't have a, a great recollection of seeing the whole thing from beginning to end. But basically on, on network television. Uh, yeah, I didn't really uh, remember it one way or the other. Uh, but I'm always into the, the sword and sandals, so I want to give it another shot. Sandal Bergman is in this movie. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, my history is kind of the same, except I didn't see Conan, any of them, until later on. So this is the only thing I knew. And then once again, caught it on TV. Um, oh, yeah, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because my parents wouldn't let me watch Conan. It was too graphic. Uh, but somehow, <laughs> yep, <that's made laughs> I was it. able to watch this. And that's the only thing I remembered about it, is that it's like... Kind of Lady Conan, but the real Conan's in it, but he's not Conan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my notes was Conan, but not really Conan. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, so, Alex, same thing? or No, we rented it. Uh, or I think we might have owned it in on beta way back in the day because my dad had all these movies. So I definitely saw it when I was a kid. Red Sonja. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. As usual, we're each going to talk about seven items from the movie. So, Scott, why don't you lead us off? What's your number seven? Okay. So, uh, right off right the bat, the whole uh, undertone that she's supposed to be this uh, strong warrior woman is, is undercut almost immediately by the by the Grandmaster uh, telling her that she should try to like men a little more. Uh, <laughs> or it would well, be her downfall. Woman, oh, beautiful woman like you? Why don't you smile a little more? Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> it it made me it made me chuckle. It was uh, yeah. you know they they just threw that shit right out the window right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they they, they kind of come... Sonia like dude doing in a training coliseum like this. Yeah, yeah, they they come <laughs> back around uh later in the movie to to make her like more respectable and then they they drop that again, but we'll get to that. Yeah. But yeah, just it made me laugh at the very beginning. It, it was very reminiscent of like uh I think it was in like Flint. I don't know if you guys ever saw that where oh. uh spoilers, a bunch of women try to take over the world and they're thwarted by James Coburn and uh at the very end they realize that oh we were just dumb women. We shouldn't have tried to do anything except stay home and cook. Like it was it was it was the sixties, you know. Davis. But this was the eighties and it wasn't much better, so here we are. <laughs> Alright. Um my number seven, I don't have much good or bad to say about this movie because it's very just blah. blah but I'll say they had cool skull helmets yeah I they, like yeah they did I agree <laughs> so I had to give it us some costuming there there's some other props later on I'm going to talk about not so cool but cool skull helmets I really enjoyed yeah. um, I got some more to say about that later on <laughs> alright so that's my number 7 Alex my number 7 is that the prologue they Clearly filmed all those scenes of Red Sonia and her family getting killed. Like, you know they have the whole thing completed. But to get it to PG-13, they just did a hack job of it. Yeah. Kind of rushed into into her, um, yeah, into her origin story. So, so uh, yeah. okay, Conan the Barbarians are. What's Destroyer? I don't remember. I think that one's PG-13. Okay, I'll look it up. I'm just wondering why it was so successful with Conan. Why do they have to drop it? But because it's the yeah. same company, right? This is a uh, um... Dino De Laurentiis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, they might have figured out that more kids were interested in the, in this kind of stuff, especially with He Man getting super popular, and you know. Well, for for well, Conan the Destroyer, they, it was the studio where they they saw the money that uh, ET had made, and so they thought. If we want to make money, it's got to be family friendly. Mm. And uh, it was not the case. <laughs> All right. So, Red Sonja. Yeah. I mean, money always wins out. Red Sonja. All right. Um, Scott, what's your number six? Uh, number six, and this is something that I brought up before in another podcast, but kids are the worst. <laughs> like, yeah. Every scene with Ernie Reyes Jr. Yeah. is just eye rolling at best. Uh,. You know, he it just needed way less of him. Uh, and Paul Smith, who was the uh, uh, the Beast Rabin in Dune. If, I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys remember that. I do. Uh, but as, as, as a servant, but yeah, just him just being precocious the whole time and just did not work for me at all. I hated every scene he was in, basically. Uh, and again, they were going for that kid money. Um, granted, uh, I give Ernie Ray's Jr. props. He's very talented martial artist for a little kid. Yeah, and 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 that that's even worse because nobody else in this, in this movie could barely swing a sword properly, and he's the only one that's actually doing anything that that looks real. Uh, but yeah, I did not enjoy uh, his character at all in this. I agree, and my, a little bit higher on my list. <laughs> Um, the one thing is, uh, 
Dustin was over while we were watching this. We both at the same time was like, that's the kid. As soon as he started doing Kung Fu, like, is that the kid from that show Sidekicks? Yup, it is. Yep. He's also believe... he's also Kino in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the U's. Yeah, we looked that up. I didn't know who that was, though. <laughs> Surf Ninjas too, right? Yeah, he was in uh, uh, Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. There it is. It's not great, but how the heck did we remember sidekicks? I didn't remember that being a show. All of a sudden, my mind is like, sidekicks! <laughs> or he's like the electric warrior or something like that, right? Or the... I anyway. Know. Anyways. All right, well, my number six. So I liked cool helmets. I thought all the sword, all the fake swords were pissing me off. You can see them bending and they <laughs> yep. weren't straight. I have more to say about that later. <laughs> I have fake swords everywhere, which is pissing me off to no end. And uh, yeah, it's, especially that first fight scene when they're in that when they're stealing the pisses me off to no end. <laughs> the, the jewel of destiny, whatever the fuck they're stealing. The, the talisman, the, the MacGuffin, yeah. the MacGuffin of destruction, <laughs> the MacGuffin mm-hmm. of destruction. That's right. Um, yeah, come on. Let's also thinking of history of the world. One, <laughs> oh shit, I'm fighting with cardboard. That's what it felt like. <laughs> so that's my number six, Alex. My number six is when Conan brings Red Sonia to her dying sister and she draws her last breath. <laughs> and she's just, she's very still. She's staring off. The the sister's like obviously dead, just dead eyed and everything. And <laughs> Red Sonia's all sad. And, and, um, Calador, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, just reaches over, <laughs> touches his shoulder and says, She's dead. <laughs> yeah, that, that made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I did laugh out loud at that. Oh, I forgot about that. Because <laughs> I remember me and a one-time guest, Brian, who <laughs> watched this movie, you know, just one drunken night, just, eh, let's just put on Red Sonja. I haven't seen it in a while. And we were dying for, like, half the movie. <laughs> She's dead. The That whole scene, all, it's a different scene, but the, the whole sequence... Uh, when he fucking pulls the arrow out of her, that's what killed her. <laughs> like he just fucking yeah. rips the whole arrowhead right out of her back. <laughs> like no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he also run. sets her down on her back too. Yeah, Jesus right Christ. Before that. Like I don't know. Like well, he's <laughs> no, a Conan. Not nobody, a nobody on set say like, hey, you know, if you rip a whole arrow like that, you're just gonna rip her open. Eh. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, Alex. I mean Scott. Number five. Okay. So number five, uh, and uh, here's what I've written down: Dragon fight goes on for years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, oh what's the God. dragon? So well, the, the water, the water. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dragon thing. Right, I just want to make sure we're talking about the same one because on my list as well. <laughs> Turned out to be mechanical, and. Parts parts of it, like I was like, "Oh, that looks kind of fun!" Like to ride around on it in the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, like, it just fucking goes around in this loop, and they they it's, there's like a water spout in the water, and he fucking rides that thing for like five minutes, and nothing happens. And they just beat on it, and like at no point does anybody ever make a break for the stairs. Like for whatever reason, that's impossible. They can climb the walls all they want, but they can't go for the stairs. It makes no sense at all. Well, yeah. It had eyes, man. It could see him going for the stairs. But things had thing had to stay in the water. Anyway, that that anyway. whole that whole scene was way longer than it needed to be. It was a cool boss fight. They just they couldn't, you know, 
They didn't find the super sensitive spot, so they were just taking it out bit by bit. Yeah, the whole thing was glowing. It was all silver. Uh, it's worth worth noting that this dragon, uh, <laughs> if you compare it to the one from Barbarians, uh, this one should have won an Academy <laughs> Award. <laughs> like a dick dragon. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's okay. This is my number five as well. Um, everything you said, the one thing I noticed is the sound design was terrible. Like, it, for like half of this, there's nothing but a waterfall making noise. Like, it's just water. <laughs> yeah, sounds. there's no music. At one point, I noticed that. I'm like, yeah. why is there no music? <laughs> there's like no music. It's just water. It's like, this is so weird. And because it went on forever, it was so noticeable. And, then, and it's not like they climb very high either. They're no. just like, above the water line and the thing can't get him like how fucking dangerous is this thing really yeah and then I will say the other thing is this is one of the few scenes that I do remember from the movie though I did not remember so, this one at all so yeah like yeah. I remember like I know Arnold and and her meet in some water cave and they fight some monsters so it was memorable for me but it yeah. was awful so uh, yeah I agree with you that's my number five as well so Alex my number five is I love a lot of the costuming in this movie, but the jobber armor, like the skull stuff and stuff, it's cool, <laughs> but it's way too elaborate for just, just, you know, regular jabroni stormtroopers to be wearing. It, like, takes away from, like, the main character's costume design to have something so over-elaborate. So, aesthetically, you know, yeah, I just didn't like it. I'm like, really? Come on, man. I gotcha. So the queen budgeted incorrectly. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Don't put your jabronis in the best outfits. Yeah, they should yeah. be wearing stormtrooper plastic or foot soldier cloth. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's got number four. Number four. Uh, I don't need to go into a lot of detail here, uh, but I have Sonya's lady mullet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honorable mention. That shit is amazing. And she had it before she was Red Sonia, so she know you know she's committed to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna assume that really that was her real hair, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was it's, it's uh, it was it was amazing. It was you know it wasn't feathered, at least not quite, but uh, yeah, it was it was a uh, business in the front, party in the back. All right, well, this came out the same year as Rocky Four, so. She yeah she had you know she just cut off the back and she was ready for Rocky Four. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. And then I forgot what her hair was like in Cobra. And I, I wonder if it, it was weird that her and Arnold were getting it on, and then later Sylvester Stallone and her got it on. And then married. Yeah. I heard a friend <laughs> of mine and her got it on. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I can't not think of her her death scene in Beverly Hills Cop too though every time yeah. I see her. <laughs> Women. Yeah. So good. Um all right, uh well my number four is just hey, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in this movie. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. It's uh yeah, he's Arnold. Shout out, shout out to his codpiece in this movie, Jeebus <laughs> H. It's always good to see Arnold in movies that I don't really remember him very well, so it's good he was pretty Whatever in this movie, just lifted shit the whole time. Yeah, there's feet of strength after feet of strength. <laughs> yeah. Dude, at the yeah. end, yeah, they just crammed them all in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, Arnold, lift this. Arnold, lift yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Arnold, lift this. 
So whatever, Arnold's in the movie. It can't be all, can't be that bad. I, it, is, it is funny. Like he got way more lines in this than he did in uh, Conan the Barbarian, Conan. and probably oh, Destroyer yeah. too by a lot. And same thing for Sandal Bergman. And uh, I think it, it goes to show that that that's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When did this eighty five? And Conan is eighty two. It's only three yeah. years difference. For some reason, I thought Conan was in the seventies. Right. Yeah, he's he's also he's not as quite as yoked in this one. No, <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right, uh, Alex, number four. My number four is as annoying as the prince is. He does have an interest. He does have a character arc. He's not just a one. He's kind of a one note kind of guy, but throughout the movie, he actually does become a, a better person. So even though, you know, he was a kid actor and he was kind of terrible, his martial arts skills were legit, and they actually did something, you know? He became, like, more princely, more more of a better person by the end of the movie. Okay. Everybody else has kind of stayed the same. The prince was the only one that actually improved. Plus, I like that he got bitch slapped. <laughs> Where he's like, he took the sword from the guy and he just slaps it away from his <laughs> hand and he kicks him down. <laughs> that was awesome. The, the, he was about uh, to get a spanking, too. Yeah. yeah. The the special effect guy uh, that, that or team that came up with the lightning, uh, they overdid it a little bit. <laughs> in the beginning <laughs> of the movie, when, when, that, when that kid's uh, city is being destroyed, that fucking thing's being nuked. There should have been nothing left by the time she got up there. <laughs> Well, you uh, didn't see the rest of the city, did you? I guess not. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Scott, number three. Okay. Uh, something I really liked is the, the sword priestesses. I, I think they get named something for real later on in the movie, but uh, I just thought they were cool. I I like yeah. the those overhead shots where they're all lined up with the swords and how they weren't in armor. Um but they still carried around the swords, and then they were, they're, they're wrecking shit. If they, you know, if they hadn't been ambushed, they might have, they might have won. Uh, and the tiny ninja star wouldn't have pierced that main lady's chest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, goddamn impossibility. Oh, at the very beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. At first, first I said, oh, thank God you had that chest plate on. You know, it's funny. The so I guess you're saying that was Tot, right? Colonel Tot or whatever. Well, one of that. Lacey was. I don't know who he was in this. Sh- in okay, this thing. but yeah, I think it was like that guy that yeah, throws the shuriken in her. At first, I thought it was Wallace Shawn because he's got that like yeah. that weird look on his face. I said the same thing, and then I was like disappointed when it wasn't him because yeah. <laughs> I I was thinking the whole time, oh man, this is gonna be so amazing if that's actually him. But no, inconceivable. Uh, so yeah, the, the priestesses. I I like the, the the temple, the way that they they were all like sword masters. School. Mm-hmm. All right. My number three, and this is kind of what Scott mentioned at the very beginning, is this like in Red Sonia's movie, she has to be keep keep being saved by men in this movie and being told to go find a man and all that stuff. It's like, I guess today with her <laughs> consciousness and everything I'm talking about, it was just so bad in this. And especially at the end, there's one time where she's just sitting there, wait, she's not doing anything, and she's just waiting for Arnold to lift something and. For the other guys to do stuff, she's just standing there. I'm like, "This is her goddamn movie. <laughs> Why can't she do this shit?" Yeah. So 
It was her legend, legend, the beginning of her legend. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't a fan of any of that stuff in this because, yeah, make her do it. It's just a fantasy movie anyway. You can't tell me that I would have believed if she was just as strong as he was. Pick shit up. Why not? So, there it is. It's number three. Alex. My number three is the amazing sets. Say what you want about this movie, but their set pieces were awesome. Like, yeah. everything looked drastically different. It was, yeah, they were... I, it was, let's say about 50-50. <laughs> some of it was really cool, some of it not so much. But they definitely put some work into it, I'll give you that. Yeah. So, yeah, from the prince, you know, in the destroyed city with him balancing on the hand and everything, to even just the water cave it was playing, but you know... Was that it? Looked like a natural feature, right? Or did they build that whole thing? Because if they built that whole set with the dragon in there, that's fucking impressive. I don't think it was as elaborate as you think is as, as, as you're making it out to be, Alex. Well, I know it was tiny, but it looked like it could have been like a real thing that they just dressed it up a bit and put a water dragon in there. So, so the the reason why I didn't have the sets on here uh, is because they all look like they're obviously on a soundstage, like. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't look any different to me than Barbarians. Yeah, a lot oh, of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, there, it's better than Barbarians. I don't know. Like, the stuff at the... Like, you know, the end when he, they go in... Uh, it's been... When they go in to rescue the queen and there's all the girls laying around and everything. That just looked like every other set in this thing. To me. Just rocky backgrounds and stuff. I wasn't impressed. I was. Okay. Good sense. Fair enough. Scott, number two. Number two, um, because I this this made me laugh. Uh was the and here are my notes again. Sword fight instead of boning. PG thirteen. <laughs> yeah. So they she tells him that uh she can't she's made a vow that she can't have a man unless she's been beaten. And so they sword fight for like Ten goddamn minutes. It's almost—I I don't know which is where longer this or the dragon fight right before it. Um, and then by the end of it, they're like b- both breathing hard and they're slumped over. You know, like, I have expected Smoking like, cigarettes. yeah, I have expected like Arnie to pull out like a, a cigarette and light it up. <laughs> it made me laugh. So yeah, it was you know t- twofold. That's why it's so high for me. Was that you know it made me laugh because it's so ridiculous. And uh, it just went on for fucking ever. Like <laughs> this movie could have been an hour and ten minutes if they'd shaved down those two scenes. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I agree. All right, uh, my number two is the sidekick's kid is annoying, and I hate every scene that he's in. <laughs> it's a little more of a behemoth than me, but uh, yeah, I can't disagree. Oh. <laughs> God, he annoyed me it's, as soon as I saw him, and then the very yeah, he did change Alex, but he was still so annoying. His voice and everything about him—he's the worst. So that's my number two, Alex. My number two is I like the VFX. I'm a sucker for those, you know, 2D animated lightning strikes and the trees, you know, splitting in half. And also, they were not stingy with the squibs. For a PG-13 movie, there was a lot of them. There were, there were some, and there were some lot of heads flying in the air. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, in slow motion. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was like a couple first-person decapitations. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I should have honorable mention to that sniveling little wizard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's right there. He's he's ripe for winning and stuff. And then the queen just kind of looks over there, <laughs> like, "Hey, how you doing over there?" <laughs> yeah, like how I like how Red Sonia doesn't fucking notice him the whole time. I know it's like standing right there. <laughs> yeah, God. And that <laughs> like, that whole Whoa, that whole fight sequence, by the way, started with the guy that sneaks up on her. But doesn't have a weapon for no discernible reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was the gimp. He tries to grapple. Yeah. Failed his grapple check. <laughs> he sure did. All right, Scott, number one. Number one, the slappy sword fights. Oh, that's my number one, too. Every fucking sword fight in this movie, they just bang swords, like, uh, at about, I don't know, eye level. And that's all they do. They just go back and forth, back and forth. And, like, Jeff... Adroitly pointed out, the uh, they half the time you see them bend. the The <laughs> shittiest part is not not when you see them bend, why they're actually hitting each other, but like when they, after they've uh, traded blows and they, they they step back from each other, yeah, and you can see the swords fucking bent still, like yeah, <laughs> like trade out those things for God's sakes. So, yeah. like the, especially at the end with uh, with with the. Uh, her and uh, with so with Bridget Nielsen and Sandal Bergman going toe to toe, just fucking slapping those things for like <laughs> back and forth across the screen, like mm-hmm. that whole like final sequence. Like, oh my god! Like no, 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 even like dumb spins or parries. Like every, every once in a while, like one of them would jump or do, or a stunt double would do like a flip for some reason. But, yep. <laughs> but yeah, just the the slappy swords. It was so bad. This uh, and uh, I, I kind of see how it happened too, because uh, uh, you mentioned the director Richard Fleischer. Fleischer, I don't know how it's pronounced. Uh, he's a very prolific director, but uh, he uh, directed this kind of shit like way back in the fifties. Uh, so uh, I don't know if you remember. Uh, there was this movie with Tony Curtis and uh, Kirk Douglas called The Vikings. Uh, nope. And this is where it all started. And he directed awesome the previous uh, Conan the Destroyer. Uh, this is the guy that directed uh, Fantastic Voyage, um, which actually had no swords in it. Uh, 20,000 sure? 20, Leagues Under the Sea. I know one of you must have seen that one. Yeah. The movie's awesome. More I thought those Kirk, were the same movie. Kirk Douglas. <laughs> Viking, yeah. He also did Doctor Doolittle. Just saying. Yeah, there With you Eddie go. Murphy. The, yep. uh, the one in 1967. Uh, a ton of sword fights. <laughs> he also directed right, something my... called Mandingo, but I'm afraid to. Take that <laughs> <link>. <laughs> All right. Well, my number one is the girl sword fight at the end. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I. I I'm just trying to find something positive on a negative. And I of all the fights, I did enjoy that the most. Just because it was basically the Valkyrie from Conan the Barbarian versus <laughs> Red Sonia. And whatever. There was two hot girls fighting each other with swords. I'm a simple man. So <laughs> I there was no action, but at least they were a lot of the scenes it looked like it was both them, so I appreciated that. Not when they were doing flips and stuff, but at least it was them. It seemed like anyway to me. I was fooled, so I'll make it my number one. 
I mean, really, the kid being annoying should be number one by far, but I won't <laughs> put him on that list. So, so when, when she first showed up wearing the the half mask, uh, I, I just thought to myself, oh, they're just leaving the mask on so that people don't recognize her face. Because uh, she was just in a Conan movie. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, at the end she takes it off, so whatever. Like, I wasn't sure, like, when I, to this point, I wasn't sure if this was a Conan spinoff or something. So when I saw the cast, and I, I knew Arnold was in it, and then when I saw it was a Dino De Laurentiis, and then I saw her name, I'm like, oh, shit, well, she's dead in Conan after Conan. So I don't know what's going on here. And then when they just, everyone had different names, I'm like, okay, well, they just like these actors. <laughs> they put them in the movie, I don't know. Well, it is, it is supposed to take place in the... Uh... The Conan the world, age. yeah, the Hyborian yeah. stuff, yeah, right. But okay, no. It, so, initially, this was supposed right. to be a, yeah, this was supposed out. to be a, a Conan movie, but uh, I guess they couldn't. They didn't have the rights to the Conan name, as it were. Okay. Plus, you know, only a woman could touch the talisman. So, there you what go. are you gonna do? Yeah, but you still could have had him as be, if they had the rights. Still make her the main lead, but just have Conan be the side character, and then. What's funny? There's there's a uh, some of the trivia to this movie. I don't know how true this is, but uh, as a hundred percent, as a favor to Dina De Laurentiis, uh, Arnie showed up to to do just kind of like a glorified cameo, and he wound up being on set for like four weeks, and then he saw the movie afterwards, and he realized that they'd fucking crammed him in as like starring role. <laughs> yep, and then he, he like quit his contract that he had with Dino De Laurentiis. Good. Yeah. Alright, Alex, number one. Uh, the sword fights. This is Scott mentioned. I do like that they were like really swinging for the fences on some of these things. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I'm surprised somebody lost an eye. So they were, yeah, they were putting some real weight behind those swings. So I appreciated that. Yeah. Well, if I remember correctly, in Conan the Barbarian, she does like take a guy's finger off or something. <laughs> like, oh. behind the scenes. Like... She her parried. Got taken off. Or hers, hers. Yeah, okay. it's yeah. hers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So maybe in this one, they're like, okay, maybe we'll use plastic swords. <laughs> like John Milius would not allow that to happen on his set, but these other directors. Director John Milius. Yeah. That was my next, my final question. Do we know if there's a commentary for this movie? Mm. Maybe. But it probably doesn't have Arnold. And why would it have John Milius? So never mind. It would suck. Although having Bridget Nielsen do it these days might be interesting. <laughs> She's yes. supposed to be in uh, the new Creed movie. Oh, really? Yeah, she reprises the role as uh, uh, Yvonne Drago's Tra- wife. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't know. Natalia Drago? Yeah, I forgot her name. Yvonne Be- or something. <laughs> Becky, uh, Becky Drago? Ivana Drago. Ivana Drago! Drago. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, any honorable mentions? The cod, besides the cod piece. <laughs> besides the cod piece. All right. Yeah. Let's rank this as usual. We rank the movie between one and seven. Seven being perfect, one being absolute garbage. So Scott, what would you rank this thing? Um. Yeah, I don't need to see this anytime soon again. Uh. You know the, the like Alex pointed out with the 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 drunken viewing. There, there would be some fun to be had with the, with the group, but uh, yeah, I, 
don't need to see this anytime soon. It was not good. Uh, so it gets a three. Okay. Three for me, and just because Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it. Otherwise, it would have been a two. <laughs> Alex. I'm giving this one a four, because it's, eh, it's middle of the road for me. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. What's our crossover list this week, uh, Scott? All right. So, top five servants. Uh, make of that what you will. Um, based on Vulcans, Falcons. They say his name different ways throughout the movie. <laughs> uh, character. Mm-hmm. Uh, serving the little kid. Uh, we'll start with my number five. Um, it's actually something that I want to do one day here. I'm actually going to add my list as we as soon as I get done saying this, but uh, uh, Wadsworth, uh, the great Tim Curry in Clue as the as the butler. Mm. Uh, Very nice. A, I haven't seen that role forever. Cool. All right. So I wasn't oh, yeah. sure. So, oh, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. speaking of uh, Tim Curry... Uh, since Disney owns Fox now, guess who's just uh, become the new honorary princess for Disney? Tim Curry? Yeah, Dr. Frankenfurter. Because Fox owns the rights to Rocky Horror. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Joke? No, it's real. Okay. Crickets. He's uh, he's not doing too well, is he? He wasn't. Yeah, I don't know what his current state uh, is. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, I was a little confused about what how to define servants. Yeah, make of it as you will. Make of it what you will. <laughs> so, I don't know. I have something I'm going to leave off, but then, eh. All right, since I'm not exactly sure, does Samwise Gamgee count? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, well... If it's absolutely, you'd be higher on my list. If it's questionable, it's lower on my list. It's, I'll it's, make it's absolutely because it's higher on my list. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> all right, I'll keep him on my list, but at number five, and I'll let you talk about him more. But Samwise Gamgee, servant and slave of Frodo. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he ain't dropping no ease, sir. And he was a goddamn pack mule in those three movies. <laughs> yeah, he's a very loyal servant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. It's even worse than the books. <laughs> Um, all right, Alex. Uh, my number five is actually from a video game. So you guys will appreciate this. Uh, Voldo from Soul Calibur series. Yep. I won't. Okay, that's a bit of a stretch, but... No, nah, he's a servant. He I was, mean, his yeah. master's long dead, but he's still like collecting treasure for him. Yeah, and uh, dressing for John Wick parties. Uh, yeah. Well, more for, like, Matrix leather club scene parties. But, yeah. <laughs> Voldo. Okay. That guy. You know when All somebody's right. a Voldo man, he's like, eh, he's a little off. It's true. All right, Scott, number five. Four. Number four uh, is Alfred Pennywise. Uh, Batman Pennywise Bur- or Pennyworth? Pennyworth. Yes. Yeah, Pennywise. Pennywise. <laughs> Maybe that I just, well, the well, yeah, just, my number five was Tim Curry. Uh, that just is a whole different... I want to see that is, Batman. Is, geez. Yeah. Uh, Alfred Pennyworth. We all uh, float down here, sir. We we all know that the the, the Dark Knight would uh, not be able to function with, 
without Alfred. <laughs> oh, that's why he has to do it. He has to get away from fucking Pennywise hanging out in his mansion. <laughs> <laughs> well, played recently by a, a bevy of talented actors, uh, including Mike O'Kane. Yeah. All right, a little bit higher on my list, so I'll talk about it more then. Yeah, me too. All right, uh, my number four. I'm going to go off to go to TV here, and it'll be Alice from the Brady Bunch. Mm. Okay, nice. Yeah, she's uh, basically an indentured servant. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she has her own living quarters and everything, I think. I don't even remember where she lived. Did she live in the house? I think she, she lived there, and then, like, Sam the Butcher. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was her, her husband or boyfriend or something, right? Or something. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, she had to deal with a husband and wife and six bratty kids, so she's probably had the roughest job out of everybody. It's true. Um, mm-hmm. Kids, Brady Bunch was an old show back in the 60s, 70s. I have no idea. But it was on reruns when we were kids. What's Watch a it. rerun? Here's a story. I'm not going to sing the song. Alex, <laughs> Put your four. kind of jazz sort of dude. <laughs> My number four is Juanita. The main maid, I guess, from Billy Madison. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it cracks me up. I don't want to go to school to have, don't feel well. Well, if you're going to stay home, you can help me shave my armpits. But... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Man, she killed it. <laughs> oh, that's so disgusting. Good. <laughs> uh, so good. All right. Scott, number three. Number three, uh, going to go to Futurama. Uh, and not a, a butler or maid, but uh, a servant nonetheless. And that would be uh, Zap Brannigan's erstwhile. <laughs> uh, not erstwhile, but uh, more or less right hand, uh, Kiff Kroger. <laughs> Lower. Nice. Lower. <laughs> Too low. Lower. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, Kiff. Jackass will see you at his quarters now. <laughs> Kiff, tell him about the sexy de- learning disability that I have. Uh, sex, Lexia. <laughs> mm-hmm. There we go. Kiff Kroger. All right. My number three, once again, I have to go to the judges here. Are R2D2 and C3PO servants? Yeah. I'd, I'd, say, I'd say 3PO. Definitely, well, not definitely, but uh, would fall under that more so than R2. He does yeah. say, Our last master was Captain Antilles. So if you have a master, it's true. I don't think R2 really has a master. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he pretended to have one. Yeah, he, he played he the part his, of one. He does his own thing. Um, so if you guys let me have that one, that's my number three. Yeah, I'll allow it. Nice. <laughs> I'll allow it. All right, that's my number three then. So, Alex. Number three is from the cartoon show DuckTales. Mrs. Woo. Beakley. Every day that... Kind of like Alice from the Brady Duck Bunch. Day. She was like yeah. the nanny that took care of all the kids, plus her own granddaughter. Jeebus H. Nobody had actual mom and dads in Disney <laughs> movies. That's sad. But yeah, Mrs. Beakley. <laughs> the right. voice of reason and the, the powerhouse when they needed her to be. I'm trying to remember. I remember it, but I don't remember it. 
Mostly there's this awesome joke that I can't forget from the old DuckTales show where she's on top of a scooter on the handlebars and the guy's riding it and they're all like on top of this tiny little moped thing <laughs> and they're like telling the this uh, jabroni guy that is driving the sc- that they forced the scooter to drive <laughs> he's driving him down the street and he's like hey why don't you watch where you're going and I'm driving but not even Superman could see through her <laughs> wow how rude <laughs> I know <laughs> that's a really good bird <laughs> alright Scott number two number two uh be a true butler, servant, manservant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Woodhouse. Odd job. Oh. From Archer. <laughs> oh, I forgot yeah, about that. Woodhouse. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll never forget the Tontine episode <laughs> when uh, Archer drop kicks the guy off the, uh, the balcony and uh, catches the baby. And then uh, <laughs> Woodhouse uh, calls him an idiot. And then they uh, have a toast to the SS choking stroke. <laughs> and then Jesus. subsequent episode, Archer makes him eat a bowl full of spider webs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Oh, dear. It's a good one. All right, my number two. I also have to go to the judges on this one. Because I don't think she is, but she plays the part of it. Mary Poppins? Yeah. She's a governess. Yeah. I'll allow it. Nah. All right. Uh, Mary Poppins. Practically perfect. In every Even though I have not seen this movie in 30 years. <laughs> um, well, you can see the new one. Yeah. I should probably watch the old one first so I can hate on the new one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mary Poppins. She makes... Medicine go down and can sing big words and ride cartoon have, have dolphins, penguins, whatever they are. Have illicit affairs with chimney sweeps. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes, Mary Poppins, she could fly away in an umbrella and do all sorts of crazy shenanigans. Alex, number two. My number two is going to black and white TV. Lurch from the Adams Family. Yeah, that's a good one. Honorable mention for me. Nice. You wrong. That guy was huge. Like David Prowse huge. <laughs> he was he was a big guy. He was a big dude. Yeah. Alright. Uh Alex or Scott. Damn it, number one. <laughs> Alright. Um uh, number one as as Jeff had to start this whole thing off, uh Samwise Gamgee. Mm-hmm. Uh it's so oh, Sam. In the books <laughs> ain't dropping no ease, sir. Yeah, in the books he refers to him as Master Frodo. Yeah, and then they they line that up a little bit to Mister Frodo. Mm-hmm. But yes, the ultimate selfless uh, servant is Samwise. Pack mule. <laughs> Why he had to carry around twelve different pots and pans? I don't know, but he did. Cooking all those damn Hobbit meals. Yeah. Most of them for himself, so I guess it's okay. Yeah. Stupid fat hobbitses. Uh, all right. My number one is Alfred Pennywise. Uh, Pennyworth. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> huh. uh, this was the first thing I thought of. Easy. Love Batman. He's the ultimate butler servant. Um, 
uh, all the iterations, I'd probably have to say the Michael Caine one is the best. Although uh, the old, you must wait. The old one from the the Tim Burton ones were yeah, good too. Al- uh, and the Schumacher. Yeah. Yeah. Alfred Go Gao. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Doch. And I want to say, uh, what's his face? Who did it in the new one? Wasn't that bad, but he didn't wasn't old enough for me. Jeremy Ralph Irons. Fiennes? Yeah, Jeremy Irons. Oh, yeah, Jeremy Irons. And in the Gotham show, the guy's just like kicks ass, but he's not a good he's not a good Alfred. <laughs> the Alfred from the animated series was great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Alfred. All right, Alex, number one. My number one is also Alfred Pennywise, but in 1966, <laughs> Alfred Pennywise. He's my favorite. Only because I think he was the only Alfred that actually wore the Batman costume when Bruce Wayne was in a pinch. <laughs> <laughs> he had the mustache and he was a completely different voice. He's like, all right, Penguin, you get over there. <laughs> uh, gold. Okay, the Lamborghini then. Yeah. Yeah, Alfred's good. So, uh, what was it? Batman Forever was on the other night. I just had it on the background. and uh, It's pretty good, huh? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. He, Alfred does have the best like line in the movie, though. When he, he tells him that uh, Master Grayson's taking the car. And then <laughs> Bruce says, yeah, like Alex was saying, Lambo. No, the other car. <laughs> the Ferrari. <laughs> No, sir. The other car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. It goes Master Bruce like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> yes, the also the... Oh, he's... Uh, our guest. Your guest is leaving. Or I forgot one of them was leaving. And he's like, you should go this way. Oh, the other way, sir? Okay. <laughs> uh, give Knox a grant. All right, now we're rambling. Audible mentions: I had Lurch, Mister Belvedere, and oh, let's get Belvedere. Forgot. Yeah, that's good. And Wesley, Rose... little shit, and... <laughs> and Rosie the robot from the Jetsons. Yeah. <laughs> so Flintstones didn't have anything like that, right? Dinosaur. Yeah, it's a living dinosaur. It's a living, and then they die. <laughs> I got, um, well, I know I, I might have to explain this to Scott, but Jeff definitely knows uh, Dorothy Wainwright from The Big O. That's right, I know. Big O! Yeah, that, one's, that one's pretty good. You're a louse, Roger Smith. I also had Benson. <laughs> but Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Robert Guillaume. What about, Guillaume! Uh, Higgins, does he count? <laughs> no. He was a butler, right? No, no, he wasn't. Magnum and Higgins? Wait, didn't he end up being like the guy at the end of the series? Spoiler alert. Was he? Like, yeah, I think he ended up being like Robin Sachs or whatever. Kit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then that's why he doesn't count. <laughs> well, you say Kit. Who are you talking about? Higgins. Is that the same guy? Yeah. From boy, from the teacher from Boy Meets World or whatever. Oh, damn it! No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> He's the same guy from Blazing Saddles. I know that. Yeah, Michael. I don't care if it's Henry the Fifth. 
for the third act of Henry the Fifth or whatever. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps it up. So it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? So South Korea wins. All right. Again. Sweet. To no one's surprise. What do they win? They won the Overwatch World Cups. Oh. Who did they beat? They've won it in 2016, 2017, and now 2018. So I think they've been the only champions. Yeah. They're cheating. They're pretty good at Overwatch. Yeah, it was a 4-0 victory against China in the final. I know what a victory is, but I'm glad they did it. Mm -hmm. Still a little bit stuffy from allergies, seasons. Sorry, folks. (laughs) But yeah. Oh, I should put on some victories tonight to help me with my allergies. There you go. New Overwatch character on the way, by the way. Yeah, that's right. I almost wanted to put Bob, Ash's uh, Omnic servant, on the list, but more of an honorable mention. Yeah, looks fun. New character mm-hmm. looks cool. All right, it's time for Neom News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. All right, uh, start this off with just a a bit of news. Uh, I tidbit. guess, yeah, it is a tidbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess Gladiator 2 is in the works. Uh, Ridley Scott is interested in getting this done. Uh, supposedly, Are you not entertained? Yeah. It would be the kid that would be the main character. Uh, I don't remember his character's name. <laughs> but. Uh, Potamus, There we go. It was probably that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't see the point of making this. Like if, Or just make another movie that takes place in the same time. But just don't have it related at all to the, to the other thing. Yeah, like some sort of red Sonia. Red Sonja. Yeah, red Sonja. Sonja. But for the Greeks. All right, so I'm trying to think now. If they make it him, you're talking about like the girl's boy, right? The, yeah. yeah. Yep, the girl's boy. I forgot. I don't remember anyone's names except for Gladiator. I don't even know his name. Maximus <laughs> something. And then Commodus. But everyone dies except for, I guess, the boy and his mom. Father to a better son. Yeah. Husband to a better wife. Yeah, Rolf Moiler. Moiler? Moiler? Miller? He dies. Molly Neo. So, yeah, are any of them alive? Like, Jim and Hansu. I don't know who that is. That was the captain of the Centurions. Same bright, like a chime. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. It's going to suck. But Ridley Scott, did you guys see Martian? Have we done that movie? Uh, have the Martian? I have not seen Martian. Or, yeah, the Martian. Whatever. It's. That's one of his good movies he's done recently. Because I thought a lot of his stuff's been crap, but I really like that one. Yeah, The Martian's really good. Yeah, his aliens stuff has been really bad, and there was something else I saw that was bad, but The Martian was good. So we still got it in him. Mm-hmm. Gonna... Just don't do any of your old properties. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. So uh, there's that, and then I just wanted to kind of lay out what was kind of left between now and the end of the year as far as uh, larger releases. Um, I don't know that we're necessarily going to run out to watch any of these, but uh, here's some of the, the, the big things coming out. Uh, there's another... Um, I don't remember the author's name. Wreck-It Ralph. Stig? Stig Larson? The guy who did the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. 
Oh yeah. Uh, books. Those are hard. And then there Those was, are hard watches, man. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. There. There. There was the like original kind of made for TV ones, actually made in Sweden. Um, and then they had the the one that David Fincher did with uh, Rooney Mara and uh, James Bond. And, Daniel Craig. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the new one uh, s- s- coming out starring Claire Foy, who was in the the Crown series, which I have not watched. So, um, anyways, I did I did read the books. Um, I don't know if this has anything to do with them. It seems like it doesn't. Uh, but I'm somewhat interested. Uh, weird hacker girl, noir crime action. Uh, yeah, I do that. <laughs> Uh, I think coming out, uh, Overlord, which is a J.J. Abrams at least produced thing, or part of a stable. I'm not sure how it works. Uh, yeah, it looks like World War II plus zombies. So, oh yeah, that could that could be good. Um, there's another Harry Potter thing coming up. Uh, Fantastic Beasts. Uh, the the crimes of Grimblewiz. Yeah. Crimes of Gribblabadoos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I you know I watched the first one. Thought it was all right. I don't know if either one of you saw it. No, I haven't seen it yet. Nope. Yeah, it was it was middling. Um, I just don't think I was the the audience for that, the intended audience for that. Uh, there's that. There's Creed two, which I do want to see because they're bringing back uh, Ivan Draga. So, and Ivana Draga. And Ivana Draga. And Ivan Draga Jr. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, so if, if if Rocky ended the Cold War, then, yeah. then if Creed wins, then what happens? Does he end global warming? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I hope so. We'll find out. Uh, there's a Robin Hood movie. Um, starring Taron Egerton, Egerton, uh, yeah. the guy from the Kingsman movies. This looks terrible. Yeah, uh, it's got Jamie Fox slumming it uh, as the the Morgan Freeman type character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like good, but it looks like a big movie, anyways. Uh, Wreck It Ralph uh, breaks the internet. Comes, I've read some preliminary things where there's a lot of topical humor in there, which is a bad idea. I think Yeah. part of the charm, part of the charm of Wreck-It Ralph is that it was kind of, I don't know if timeless is the right word, but you know, it it just had to do with like the games and stuff going on there. And then the, it was fun seeing on the the video game references in the background, but it wasn't like a constant string of like jokes about Snapchat or Twitter bullshit like that. So hopefully that's, not what's going on in this movie, but uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, as we get closer to the end of the year. Oh, yeah. Which we've talked a little bit about. That, that looks pretty rad. Um, new Mary Poppins. Uh, Oi, I'm fucking Mary Poppins. Yeah, with the, <laughs> okay, take the Lin, take Lin-Manuel Miranda take, joint. Uh, uh-huh. uh, Aquaman's. Uh, which could Does be he the marry last a woman without gills. I don't know. It could, this could be like the last DC movie ever made if it, does, if it bombs. So. <laughs> I know, seriously. So for better or worse, 
Uh, and then uh, the Bumblebee movie spinoff of uh, Transformers because, you oh, know, yeah. we, need, we need more Transformers. No, but this one looks legit. No. He actually, Bumblebee actually looks like a Transformer. I barely know anything about this. And I have no interest. No, nah, it looks cool. Okay. And then finally, Holmes and Watson, the <laughs> which I do, it looks dumb, but I want to see it. Uh, the Will Ferrell, John C. Riley. It's uh, Adam McKay, on. right? Uh, I don't know if it's Ed McKay, but or somebody else. Yeah, they're well, same way from take... Talladega Nights and Step Brothers. Oh yeah, that's Ed McKay. Yeah, yeah, their their take on uh, Sherlock Holmes. So yeah, that's uh, kind of a lackluster thing going on. There's no there's no big Star Wars thing, which is probably for the best. Ugh, there's a rumor floating around. Speaking of Episode Nine, that it's actually going to get made. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that. that's too bad. But the rumor's floating around that there's going to be another giant planet-destroying thing that is being controlled by the New Order, and they have to go and destroy it. So, yeah, it's pretty that much... That sounds the, made up. Yeah, the rumor is that it's going to be a rehash of Return of the Jedi, so... There you go. Right. I, I, I don't buy that. I hope it's not the case, but... Alright, well, mm. that's... Uh... All I wanted to talk about, lay out the movie schedule, as it were. Uh, Alex, anything you wanted to talk about? No, I just did. All right, uh, Jeff? Uh, just a quick review. I saw the new Halloween. That's okay. pretty good. Um, it's good seeing some of these characters again. Uh, I, that's all I'll say about it. I, I did like it. And then, um, did we talk about... I'm sure Scott must have, but I don't remember. That they are going to make... Or the new Disney streaming service, like uh, Loki is going to have his own show, and uh, what's her glowy red hands is going to have her own show. Glow- I hope Loki has a talk show. That'd be. Awesome. I didn't. I didn't hear about the Loki thing, and I don't, I'm not quite sure who glowy red hands is. <laughs> uh, Scarlet Witch. Oh, okay. Uh. Yeah. So they're going to get. I don't know their own shows, but they're going to be on a series on the new Disney streaming service. Huh. And then I think they just announced the other day that maybe a couple other people like... Uh, is this live action? Yeah. Jeez. Disney's characters are just going to spin off to help sell the streaming service. So there's going to be a Loki... Sh- something to do with Loki, something to do with her... And I want to say... Was it Hawkeye? Or... They just announced another one the other day. Man, I'd, I'd have a very difficult time thinking that they're going to get any okay. of the... The original actors to this. The new adventures of young Loki. I'm not making it up. They're going to do it. Like, I'm assuming it's the same actors. They're definitely using those characters. If they're different actors, maybe. Um, so that should be interesting. Uh, that's all I got. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm. Right, go vote. Thanks yeah, for listening, yeah, go everybody. Vote and stuff. Yeah. Go vote a week ago. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, wait, you, tomorrow. You better go vote. Yeah. Right after you listen. Oh, yeah, to listen to this and then go vote. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Or go vote and then listen to this. Go vote first. That's more important. Thanks yeah, for listening. Yeah, do that. <laughs> and go vote. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.